Welcome to the Tiny Tip segment of Parenting in Real Life. This episode is all about celebrating Christ-centered Easter traditions in your home. Are you ready to strengthen your home and family? I am, which is why I am sharing some of the best tips, research, stories, and take-home activities I can find to help us create a home that is a place of peace, love, and kindness. I know we can do this together. This is the Tiny Tip segment of the Parenting in Real Life podcast. Hey everyone, this is Alexis Tanner, and I'm excited you're here for today's Tiny Tip episode. I have some fun ideas and resources to share with you that I hope that you can use in your home as you get ready to celebrate Easter in just less than two weeks. With all of this COVID-19 stuff and homeschooling my kids and my husband working from home and the earthquake we had in Utah recently, and then just trying to find essentials at the grocery store, Easter has been on the back burner. I'm definitely not ready for it. I do have our Easter decorations up, but I haven't even thought about Easter, Easter baskets. I did round up some eggs that we can dye, which are a little bit easier to find now at the grocery store. So if you haven't been able to find eggs, I think they're restocking those more. Um, and so we plan on dyeing Easter eggs this weekend. I do love the bunnies and the chicks and the Easter color decorations. It just reminds me that spring is here and that it's bringing a new life. But I also love the traditions centered on Christ. And I wanted to share the ones that I've seen and also the ones that we do in our home um, to make it a more sacred holiday. And I'll put the links of each of these ideas in the show notes so that you can get a better idea of how these things are done or if there's recipes or instructions. Um, So if there's any of these that you would like to do this year, hopefully that will help you be able to implement it. So my first tradition is resurrection eggs. So my mother-in-law made this for us a few years ago, and they are 12 plastic Easter eggs, and they're numbered one through through 12, and each of them has a paper inside with a scripture about the Mm -hmm. last week of Christ's life. And then they also have a small item that represents that event. And so we read one each night, um, 12 days before Easter, and my kids, we take turns, my kids get to do one, and they love it because they love to get to see what's inside their egg. Um, And then one of us reads it if they can't read, but it's just a really great way to help um, prepare for Easter Sunday. Number two is an Easter week poster. Now this is just a giant printout from the website, the small seed. We did this in our family two years ago and it has daily images, activities, scripture readings, and songs that you can do to mark each day of the last week of the savior's life that led to the resurrection Sunday. And, My favorite part was putting up a picture each day. So we had all different pictures of Christ and different events in Christ's life. And we had it in our living room. And I just love that the kids could always see it every day. And I just loved having all those pictures there. So if you want access to that, it's um, at the Small Seed website. And you can print giant-sized posters uh, if you just do economy size at like Office Max or Office Depot, it's pretty cheap. Um, and then you can print those pictures as well to put on each day. It's really fun. The third one is the Last Supper or a Jerusalem dinner. So you can have dinner with food that that Christ may have eaten at the Last Supper. We did this with our family last year and everybody loved it. My in-laws had just gone to Jerusalem and they came back and shared some of the things that they had learned there. And... Um, also some of the foods that they would have eaten. And so what we did is we set up a really long card table and just put it laying on the floor. And then everybody sat around it. And the kids loved that they were sitting on the floor. And then we also ate with our hands. 
Um, some of the foods that we ate were pita bread, lamb, you can do cucumbers, tomatoes, hummus, almonds, and olives. Um, I'm sure if you just search that, I actually, I did search it on Pinterest and it is kind of hard to find like foods like that, that you could eat. So, um, I do know on Instagram, um, somebody did this last year and I can, um, put that in the show notes as well. So you can just see, they have what they ate just all sprawled out. So, but that was really fun just to be able to eat some of the different things that people, um, in Jerusalem would have eaten around that time. The fourth one is resurrection rolls. And I have never done these, but I've seen them a ton of times, like on Pinterest and Instagram and stuff. But what you, essentially what you do is you bake a roll with a marshmallow inside. And then as it bakes, the marshmallow melts and it leaves a hole in the center of the roll. And so it's as if, you know, when they open the the tomb, that Christ is not there and that he is risen. So those rolls represent the empty tomb with the hole inside. So that's a really fun thing to do if you feel like baking around Easter. And then finally, um, I just wanted to recommend two books by one of my favorite authors, Emily Bell Freeman. And she wrote a book called A Christ-Centered Easter. Um, and then another one called A Christ-Centered Easter as well, but this one is for children. And so the first one just is full of great ideas to celebrate Easter with your family. She has a lot of traditions and lots of um, activities that you can do with your family. And then the children's one is one that you can read to your kids. The pictures are beautiful. It's very kid-friendly. It is a little bit lengthy for younger kids. And so I usually just kind of pull pieces from it because we still have small kids and read them a, a little bit of that each night before Easter. But if your kids are a little bit older, then they can do the whole thing. And it's great because she makes it interactive and asks questions and just helps kids start to think about things a little bit more about Easter. So those are five different traditions that um, could be really fun to implement into your family. If you want to add something to your list right now, it might be a little overwhelming with coronavirus right now. So if not, put it, like just write it down and save it for next year. <laughs> I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, that was a good idea. I don't have time this year, but I'll do that next year and put it on like my to-do list and then set it for a year from now. So <laughs> if you're like me and one of these things sounded fun, but you just feel like there's too much on your plate already, just save it for next year and, and do it then. But I hope that your family is safe and that you guys are staying healthy and staying inside as best as you can um, social distancing. Hopefully you're just getting outside still. Hopefully you have a yard or you can go on a walk or stuff. The vitamin D is definitely important. So I hope everything's going well with your, your family. And I'd love to see you on Instagram. If you want to comment on your family traditions for the Easter holiday, I would love to hear what you guys do and I will talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Bye.